Morning, Ken. Morning, Michael. Uh, I bump into you from time to time, and I've seen you with your family a whole bunch of times. How are things? Uh, good. Good, good. Uh, let's talk about uh, what you saw last night, your evaluation of uh, a couple of Maple Leafs. Uh, let's not start with Austin Matthews. Mitch Marner, what do you see when, when, when you watch him play? Uh, certainly a very talented uh, young player with uh, great hockey sense. Um, plays with passion and, uh, you know, wants the puck, wants to uh, and, and knows, knows how to uh, create offense with the puck. So certainly uh, looks like a young player that's going to create a lot of offense in this league for a lot of t- long, long time. We're in conversation with Ken Holland, general manager of the Toronto, excuse me, the, the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, excuse me there, Ken. I uh, want to talk a little bit about your team in, in unfamiliar territory where you're sitting on the outside looking into the playoffs. H- how, do you, how do you approach this situation? Because I say for so long your team has been either a front runner uh, in the chase for the Stanley Cup or solidly in playoff position. How do you decide where to go from here to get your team back in that kind of situation as quickly as possible? Uh, are you meeting here in the next month with uh, this season, or are you talking uh, beyond this season? I'm talking beyond this season. Well, I think that uh, you know, first off, this is a you know, this is a for the most part, it's a draft pick league. Um, I think that 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 you know, July first free agency, for the most part, those players are secondary players or support players. You know, it's a, it's a league where you got to build through the draft. And if you look at the success of the Red Wings through the last 25 years, it really started uh, at the draft table, um, you know, 10 years ago, uh, as, as some great players were starting to uh, age or either left in Fedorov and Shanahan and, and Iserman, we had uh, two great players come through our system in the sixth and seventh round, and Pavel Datsuk and Henrik Zetterberg. Um, that's not really a, a model... To, that you build on it to look for superstars in the sixth sure. and seventh round. So uh, I think we got to draft. We got to develop. You know, we've got some young players here in Detroit that we think are going to be good players. Um, you know, they're young. Larkin's twenty. Mantha's twenty-two. Athanasi is twenty-two. We've got we've got uh, a couple, two, three other young players. Uh, you know, in our system that either in Grand Rapids or out, out that we own that we think have a chance to be good NHL players. Uh, I can't tell you that we've got uh, Zetterbergs and Datsuks coming through the system. Certainly we have to continue to draft and develop uh, and find those players as we get into the summertime, as we get to uh, the June draft and the expansion draft. uh, This year there might be some opportunities for trades, a little more trades than in the past because of the uh, the expansion drafts. Certainly we're going to explore... uh, you know, all the avenues. Uh, Ken, one of the things that your organization did uh, f- and has done for a very long time is, is uh, well, I use the expression hothouse players in the American Hockey League. And by that, I mean, you know, let maybe let them overripen a little bit compared to other teams. The Maple Leafs did not do that for a very long time. And yet over the last couple of years, they have done that and, and seem to be reaping the, the rewards of that. How much do you think that that has helped to the, the young crop of Maple Leafs? And you just could you explain your philosophy on that from a Detroit perspective? Well, the hothouse philosophy you're talking about, you, you know, if, if, if we had drafted players number one overall, I, don't, I wouldn't hothouse them either. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. we, we, you look at your team, and through the years, we've had a real, real 
you know, up until two, three years ago, I guess, or whenever you want to talk, we, we, you know, Zetterberg and Datsuk were in their prime, and we had lots of players that were in their prime. They were good players. It was a hard team for young players to to crack the lineup. So you make sure. an evaluation whether it's it's better for them to get 20 minutes, 18 minutes uh, in the American League, or to, to play eight, nine minutes and have a real fringe role in the in the in um, in Detroit. We made the decision to send them down. I played in the American League for nine years. Uh, from my, you know, when in my career, and I, I, I saw lots of young players come through there, and lived it, you know. And some, the odd one was ready to go up, yep. and many, many needed some time. So, you know, I think that when there's some players that can go directly from the draft table, or or finish junior college, and they can make the National Hockey League roster, most need time in the American Hockey League, and and uh, you know how much time that's that that's for each organization to. Uh, to evaluate, but certainly, uh, I think the American Hockey League is a great league to develop young players. Most players need need time down there; some don't. Well, we're talking to Ken Holland, who you may not know as the general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. You may remember him as as a stalwart goaltender for the uh, Binghamton Dusters in the American Hockey League, the Springfield Indians. Uh, the Binghamton Whalers and the Adirondack Red Wings. I mean, that, I'm sure everywhere you go, people are saying, "Oh my God, Ken, I remember you from the AHL." Well, you know what? Those nine years that I, you know, I spent uh, played two years of junior hockey with the Medicine Hat Tigers, and then uh, and then nine years of pro. Um, you know, I really uh, first off, the nine years of pro got me the opportunity to, to stay in hockey. My last two years were the Adirondack Red Wings. My coach was Bill Deneen. The Red Wings were looking for a Western scout, and Bill Deneen uh, strongly recommended to Jim Devolano, the manager at the time, to give me an opportunity to hire me. And, and uh, Jimmy D mm-hmm. took Bill Deneen's advice and gave me an opportunity. So, you know, the nine years in the American Hockey League did two things for me. It, it gave me a perspective on on pro hockey and and young players that are coming through. I, I'd been in the Hartford Whaler organization for a few years and then and then the the Detroit Red Wings organization and then also an opportunity to uh, to stay in hockey so you know for me the American Hockey League was uh, a springboard to the National Hockey League not not in a player per se but certainly as an opportunity to stay in professional hockey and lots of my philosophies um, as a manager were real, really formulated by by my time playing in the American League we're in conversation with Ken Holland, general manager of the Detroit Red Wings. Not necessarily pertaining to your team and its position, but for teams that may be uh, looking like, feeling like they're a long way from being competitive from the Stanley Cup, do you think that, that the, the way the Toronto Maple Leafs have turned things around as quickly as they have, and, and by that I mean the, the way not only that they managed to draft high, but also signing a lot of one-year free agents, selling them at the draft, stockpiling assets. I mean, it's been about... 18 months since they sort of reversed direction, and here they are, you know, competitive again for the playoffs. Do you think that we might see that emulated by other teams around the NHL uh, in terms of a way to try to, you know, turn their fortunes around quickly? Uh, yeah, I, possibly. I think that uh, as teams have success, you know, it's a bit of a copycat league, and I think as teams have success. It, 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 that, that that other teams around uh, look at those other teams as, as models and evaluate what they did and why they did it and uh, whether they had success or they didn't have success. So uh, um, cer- certainly, I'm sure that uh, lots of teams are going to look at what the what the Toronto Maple Leafs have done the last uh, 18 you know to 24 months. Before we wrap it up, just uh, when you see 
Mike Babcock behind the Maple Leafs bench in 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 your building. Are are you used to that now, or is it still kind of unusual for you? No, it's it's it's. Yeah, I'm good with it. Uh, you know, I went down and had a visit with Mike before the game last night. When Mike and I spent ten years together uh, in '05, when when I hired Mike as the coach, you know, it was going into a salary cap league. We had to buy out Darian Hatcher. We bought out Ray Whitney. We bought out Darren McCarty. We were going a little bit into the unknown um, because of the, the salary cap. We had, I think, a seventy million dollar payroll in '0304 the last year, and then and then we had to go down to a thirty nine million dollar cap. And we, as as professionals, we 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 both dug in to try to uh, continue to keep the Red Wings competitive, and uh, we were able to win a Stanley Cup in '08 and go to the finals in '09. And I was involved with Mike on the management team and the coaching team at the Olympics in in Sochi and and, and also in Vancouver. So, not only did we work ten years together with the Red Wings, we had experiences with with representing Canada. Um, I know his, you know, Maureen and his and his kids. He knows my kids. We're friends, you know, and and I'll I'll be forever thankful for what Mike did for the Detroit Red Wing organization. Now we're competitors. Certainly, uh, you know, Mike. Uh, we're, he's in Toronto. We're in uh, we're in Detroit. We're in the same we're the same division. We're going to be competing here for a long time. So, uh, you know, I respect uh, I respect Mike uh, big time. Uh, you know, probably possibly one of my best friends in the. Uh, in the industry, but uh, we're competitors. Thanks for doing this. People may not know, because they're very critical of the Maple Leafs and their draft choices, uh, they may not know that the Maple Leafs scored big in 1975 when with their 12th pick and 188th overall, they selected you, Ken Holland. <laughs> yeah, I remember going to try to leave training camp there. Boreas Salman was on the ice and uh, going up Young Street to being a kid from... Uh, Burning British Columbia and playing in the prairies of Medicine Hat, and all of a sudden uh, uh, going going to training camp in Toronto was certainly uh, an incredible eye opener for me. And uh, uh, but uh, yeah, great experience, and uh, very proud to have been a Red Wing draft pick. I mean, a Toronto Maple Leaf draft pick. Thanks, Ken. Thanks.